You are listening to the Oracle Fantasy Football Podcast live from Draft Dungeon Studios with your hosts, Brad Andrews, Sean Tobato, and Jonathan Elliott. All right. Hello and welcome to the Oracle. Week three of the NFL football season is in the books. Yes, it is. Man, I don't know about you, Brad, but I'm feeling really good over here this morning. Absolutely. 3-0. and Oh, I'm 3-0. and Yeah. Funny. So what? You got, funny. you got the East. They break it up East-West. You got the East Coast. I got the West Coast. Yeah. Got it locked down. Seeing the championship. Hopefully so. We got a long way to go. Long season. A lot of football left. A lot of moves to be made. All right. We're going to review the games. Uh, watch the film for you. We're going to break some of this down. First game we're going to talk about Titans Jags. Big yeah. my big takeaway from that game was that Marcus Mariota is who we thought he was and that Leonard Fournette may be a little bit of fool's gold going into, into next week cuz he saved his day with a long touchdown pass. Had negative or touchdown run. Had negative yardage. Yeah, he had like negative 3 Yards on like 14 carries, something like that. Yes. So, be careful with that. Hopefully, their blocking just looks horrendous for the Jags. And It seemed like both teams game-planned for the, the running backs. Um, both these backs are similar. I think Fournette can catch it a little bit better, but they're not involving him in the passing game. And it seems like they both need some room to kind of get going. They don't have acceleration, but once they get going, they're both fast. But neither one cuts great, and they're not going to be elusive. You know, I thought Leonard Fournette would be a little bit better this year. He's kind of disappointed. Yeah, it's been more of the same. A lot of stacked boxes. And Derrick Henry came back to earth a little bit in this game. He did save his day with a touchdown a short touchdown run, but yeah, I think that he's going to continue falling back to earth a little bit. Yeah, this is more of what I expected. Uh, Gardner Minshew, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> you, re- you see the article where he, where he broke his hand so he could... He yes. couldn't break his hand, but yeah. <laughs> he just kept smashing it with a hammer so he could redshirt all year. Yes, the the stories just keep coming out for this guy. He's the Chuck Norris comparison. <laughs> the the memes are classic. He said when when Gardner Minshew left to go to college, he looked at his dad and said, "Now you're the man of the house." Yes, yes, <laughs> love it. What I like is his connection with DJ Shark, man. DJ. This is three weeks in a row. Baby Shark. Doo, 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 is he doo, doo, Baby doo. Shark or is he more like Jaws? <laughs> he, I mean, so this dude is 6'3", runs a 4'3", 40, and was a second round pick. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's for real. And he's the guy, he's pretty much overtaking Didi as the guy in that offense. Yeah. And the connection between him and Minshew is for real. It is. Um, I mean, this is a guy I might be trading for. Yeah. Uh, so I have him on my roster, and I'm very happy. And solid flex play going forward. All right. 
Cowboys, Dolphins. I don't know if there's really a whole lot to even talk about in this game. Dolphins gave the, them a game in yes. the first half. So, actually, Josh Rosen, I thought, looked pretty good in the first half. Yeah. And kind of choked at the end, but had a chance to take the lead. And then the second half turned into kind of what we thought this game was going to be. But for a while there, the Dolphins had some life. Um, Josh Rosen's not a bad quarterback. He was in a bad situation last year. Now he's in a bad situation again. He's young. Somebody keep an eye on maybe two years down the road. Yeah. yeah I mean, you feel for the guy. I mean, Devontae Parker had some bad drops in this yeah. game. And, and yeah, the Cowboys just kind of took over in the second half. The only guy I'm somewhat interested for the Dolphins is Drake, just because of the trade rumors. I don't know right. if that's something. Is that something for real, Brad, or is it just <sighs> rumors? I mean, I just don't think, like, how many people can they possibly trade? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> they've already got, like, three first-round picks next year. I don't I think, I mean, they have to field a team. So, I wouldn't buy too much into that. How about on the Cowboys side? Dak didn't look very good. In the first half, he did not. He came back in the second half. Mm -hmm. I thought Amari Cooper had a really good game. And, you know, Dak did not look good in the first half. So, he he came back to earth a little bit. But I think overall this offense just looks really good with Kellen Moore. Yeah. Running the show. Michael Gallup was hurt, so he kind of lost that asset. Zeke, it's been a few games. He's, I figured, God, his projection going into this game was ridiculous. You know, he he had a good game. It was like 13 points, something like that. Zeke has not blown up. It's not the same workload like he's had in the past, Brad. No, it's a little bit more of a passing offense, and... I didn't necessarily expect that, but that's kind of what it's turning into. And we'll see if that changes going later into the season. Is this a guy? But they're kind of cutting Dak loose. And that's what you saw from Dak in college a lot more. Yeah. A lot more of a gunslinger and getting him moving around in the pocket and letting the plays develop. So... Is Zeke somebody you want to trade for? You think he's going to have more touchdowns this year in the long run, but just might not be getting the yardage and the volume? I don't know what to do with Zeke. I, I don't either. You're holding and hoping for some monster games coming up. Are you trading for him? I, think I mean, I he is a good buy-low candidate right now. Okay. Because Zeke, the good. expectations for Zeke are insane, and the talent's still there. And he's still producing, so it's not. He doesn't have any real question marks, except that the offense is just different. And it's going to cost a lot for him, like a, a wide receiver one and an RB two, probably. Yes, but I mean, I like Zeke still. Yeah, he just might not have that overall RB one. Yeah, ceiling. All right, Bills Bengals. You got this game. One. This was an ugly one. <laughs> So, I streamed Josh Allen, recommended that again this week, and he worked out great, but man, it was not pretty. Uh, Had a pick, had two fumbles that the Titans recovered, Um, 
but some of his decision making is just horrendous, Brad. <laughs> just absolutely terrible. But what I, what I like about him is the cheat code with his legs. Strong guy in the pocket. You're just kind of like Big Ben. Guys get draped all over him, and he's still able to get rid of it. Uh, on the running side of things, you had uh, Frank Gore. Yeah, Frank Gore, just you can't stop this guy. Had a great game. Um, he was a guy that you know I was recommending to stream. Just runs up the middle, good blocking. He just yeah, the keeps blocking for the Bills is much improved from last year. That's something I've noticed from watching tape. That their center, their offensive linemen get outside and get out front blocking for Gore, and that's been huge. They're getting a good push at the line too. I mean, they're just running straight up the middle with Gore. It's just ground and pound, and yeah. I really like uh, the way. With Devin Singletary out, you can keep playing Gore in the right matchups. It's fine. Um, John Brown, quiet game, quiet game. He had a he had a really solid first two games. Uh, I think there were some throws missed. I still like John Brown rest of the season. Yeah. Who they play the Bengals? Yeah, Bengals. Yeah. It's early voice. Uh, Joe Mixon finally got involved more. Uh, his carries and targets got up to around 20, about 20 touches. And he he did some work with it. Andy Dalton is just a terrible, <laughs> terrible quarterback when he, when he gets pressured. And he got pressured a lot. And he made a lot of mistakes. And he missed a lot of throws. And this is going to happen. Couldn't get any of the wide receivers really involved in this game. Right. John Ross fell crashing yeah. back to earth in this game. Tyler Boyd, not much. Not where you drafted him. I no, mean, Boyd is... is He's he's doing okay. He's had sixty or seventy yards. There was so much hype on Boyd. I just don't think he's good at creating separation. He's just not used to the number one coverage. Exactly. And, and there were the the metrics on this were clear. He's better with AJ Green on the field. Yeah. And, and that's it, become obvious. AJ, from last I heard, it's going to be a little bit longer than expected. Yes. For his return. So. Yes. He's already been rolled out for next week. I just would like to see them run the ball more, but it was an ugly. Yeah. it was an ugly game. So um, Mixon got involved at the end of this game. Yeah, in, a little bit the of receiving hope. game, and and broke off a long run. Broke, got a long reception. So there was some hope. Mixon looked later. Good. It's just the lines. Yeah, terrible. the lines bad. Um, I think in the right matchups, Mixon will have some blow up games down the road. I think he's still solid. Yeah. Um, the window might be closing to trade for him. So right. this is a guy we've been recommending to go after. Lions-Eagles. I just got done watching this game. So my first note, Miles Sanders very involved in the passing game. Has had significant amount of red zone touches, but did fumble twice. So he needs to clean that up. But then they did use Howard at the goal line. So Miles Sanders is in in the red zone, yeah. but not necessarily right at the goal line. And they do still like to use Howard in, in short yardage situations. Um, Carry on Johnson looked good in this game. His yeah. stat line was horrendous, but I thought he looked good. I, the box score didn't really make that much sense to me. But he had multiple goal line touches, which is what you're looking for. 
he got a lot of volume in this game. They released C.J. Anderson, and people were a little worried about Ty Johnson. And Ty Johnson got some sets, like in the third quarter, he had. It was, right. It was his time, but I think it's more to rest. I think they're really starting to lean on carry on. Yeah. So I think carry on's issue right now is they're just they're stacking boxes on him a little bit. Nice leaping touchdown though. Yeah, he did have a good touchdown. Woo. Um. That was just there's some interesting goal line stands between when the Lions had the ball down there because Hawkinson had two touchdowns called back. Yeah, or had one touchdown called back and had two that he dropped in the end zone. One, the def- defender made a nasty play. The other one, he just straight up dropped. Hawkinson. And- I, I was I was his line he, so he gets like one reception the rest. Of the I game. know I was hoping you wouldn't notice this. I was gonna sh- I was I was debating yeah. <laughs> whether or not I was gonna tell the listeners because I want to trade for him now. Yeah, I mean it's hard to <laughs> the opportunity. It's still hard to hold him. Okay, it's good a, to hear. As, just because right now I have two tight ends on the <laughs> roster and I never recommend doing that. <laughs> you dropped one. You laid that bomb for me this week. I picked him up and about lost the week because of that. Yeah. That was smart. Um, yeah, I, I like Hawkinson going forward. I like those targets. In yeah, that's good. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, my other note on this game, I think Galladay got shut down a little bit. And Marvin yeah. Jones is nasty. I think going forward, I mean, going into the season, he – Last year, he was on pace for like 900 yards and nine touchdowns. Yeah. In this game, he looked, I mean, he had over 100 yards. He looked incredible. He made some just shoestring catches. His hands were just insane. I thought he looked great. Yeah, so it's that's, not just the long bombs. Right. He's involved in the intermediate passing game, which is and, great. And I'm okay with Galladay. He got bottled up this game. Um Stafford missed a couple throws. Galladay's had a good, solid start to the season. I like how they're continuing to go to him in tough situations. I think it'll flip-flop between them. Right. You know, I, th- I think they're both very, very safe players. Amendola played a decent game, too. I thought Stafford, <sighs> at least he's slinging the ball this year. It's it's It yeah. wasn't pretty. Yeah. But it's not all that check-down stuff like they've been doing in the past. True. I I like Detroit's offense. Yeah, I do too. They they need to clean up some of the run blocking. Yeah. And carry if Carrion would just break a couple runs, he looked good. He had, he was getting five yards a whole lot, but the box score looked terrible because then he would lose yardage on a play that got blown up, and then he he never broke one. He never really had anything longer than ten yards. So I, I am trending upward on carry on now. Yeah, uh, and I think significantly work. higher than what the market is. I think the market's going down on him. I'm going up on him. I like trade for carry on. Yeah. He's getting all the work. As far as the Eagles go, <sighs> they're I mean, Zach Ertz is gonna be fine. They just Nelson Aguilar he What a what a he's he like needs the to worst catch the ball, <laughs> but he had so many fantasy points. Like he'll just so fumble, he'll drop the ball and fumble and. Did you see him drop the ball, turn it upfield with nobody around him? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he'll make an insane play where he does yeah. a double spin move and 
gets into the end zone on like a 50 yard reception. It's, so. it's the best worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's nuts. He's they, the they just have no weapons right now. This is why we recommended playing him. He had a great fantasy box score. Yeah, so Aguilar's the guy. He's the guy. They got Matt Collins as well, but he's he's just the guy. Wentz so. should have had a better day. Yes, Wentz should have had a better day. They found a way to choke again. and It was, one, it was like the fullback. He got tackled like right on the one-yard line for one of his passes. It was Wentz himself should have had a rushing touchdown. His, his score should have been higher. He, yes. He did what he needed to do. My thing with Miles Sanders is just like what you were saying. It's... Just like a Patriots he backfield. was very involved in the passing game, which was my big takeaway. He had you think that's multiple long. I mean, that may change when the weapons come back. Yeah. But he was. I mean, he was in a whole lot more in this game. He's been progressively more involved. Even when he fumbled, they put Jordan Howard in for one play and then they had Sanders right back out there yeah and we're feeding him the ball and it was the same kind of stat line where if he would have broken a couple more his rushing numbers would have looked a lot better he still had about 60 yards rushing on 15 carries I think but he had he had a long reception multiple uh receptions over 10 yards and one that was like 40 yards but then so, next week it could be Sproles getting those I don't know. Sproles has been almost completely phased out. So you're like saying Sanders might be worth a flex until at least Jeffrey and Jackson come back? Possibly. Okay. I mean, he could turn into a weekly flex, but I, I wouldn't say that yet. He's definitely still risky right now, but yeah, it's trending up. That's I'm very, my takeaway. I'm very cautious right, with, but, with these Eagles backs, but I get it. He looked good. Yeah. And we got Patriots-Jets. Yeah, thought the Jets would cover. That did not happen. Yeah, Luke Falk, just a terrible stat line. That one pick he threw. Oof, he, no. I mean, he had under 100 yards passing in this game. The legend's dying. Yes, I really was hopeful for Luke Falk. Robbie Anderson owners, just, just be patient. Yeah, just Sam wait. Darnold's looking like he might come back soon. They're on bye this week. So hopefully he comes back after the bye. Get Chris Herndon back. Maybe help with the blocking. Is Herndon pretty good at blocking? I hope he is. I know he can catch. God, Le'Veon Bell bottled up completely. Patriots game plan for him. You could tell. Yeah, they took him out. Rex Burkhead, another big game. Sean has been was screaming all day. Is Sony in the game? Where's Sony? Does Sony does Sony play football for the Patriots anymore? <laughs> So Rex Burkhead, you flexed. Him, I didn't flexed you? him. Were you trolling, Sean? Or I mean, I legitimately <laughs> needed a flex, but I was really happy that I got to troll Sean. <laughs> I mean, well, as soon as they ruled James White out, I was like, I'm picking up Burkhead. Yeah, because the but when the Patriots are down to two running backs they become that much more valuable. That's what happened last year. That's why Sony was so valuable. Yeah. That's why James White was basically an RB1 because uh-huh. they had two guys. And so that's what happened Sunday. Oh, they had two so guys. Bad. And Sony's metrics, we'll get, I'll get into this later in the show, but they're terrible. And he was out-snapped by Brandon Bolden in this game. Yeah. And Burkhead, 
got a touchdown and was a fine flex. And Sony got into the end zone, but his numbers were horrendous. He's broken one tackle this entire What'd season. What did you do? Did you just pick Burkhead off the waiver wire? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he was on free up. agency. It was, like, it was Sean's like yeah. thir- third pick, second or third pick in the draft. He was so mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's, then and we're pissed. sitting there, and I'm pull, going through our scores, and I'm like, well, Brad's flexing Burkhead. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Burkhead, he got into the game on a – he's doing – he's just looking a lot better than Sony is right now for whatever reason. Well, all right. Sony owners. Uh, well, you can't trade him. He, he's – uh, I got some things on okay. later in the show on that, so we'll we'll wait. But we'll we'll go ahead and get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get into we it. For, he forced one missed tackle on forty five attempts this mm-hmm. entire season. He has faced two percent stacked boxes Jeez. the whole year. So it's not because they're stacking the box. That's not it. He's not breaking any tackles. He's not eluding any tackles. Yeah. And their offensive line is banged up, but that's not an excuse because Rex Burkhead has looked fine. It's weird. I thought he, I mean, I talked about this last week. I thought he looked explosive again in the preseason. Yeah, I thought he did too. He, he looked he great. Does I don't not know. Look quick. He doesn't. He does not look and, good. And they haven't really got him involved in the passing game like I thought they would. I thought they'd take deeper shots with him. Believe it or not, he can catch, and that's all right. You're you're probably right on that one. Um. Tom Brady, another big game for Tom. Did you see him make that block? Got a 44-year-old or however old he is <laughs> going down there blocking. And he stuff. can do it all. Man, Josh Gordon, great catches. They got something going on there, Brad. Gordon, I love Gordon. I mean, he he's starting to make the catches you know he can make, whereas just go last season – and he he just he almost make that catch that incredible snatch over somebody's head. Yeah, he's starting to hold on to some of these passes. Yeah, it's just Tom's throwing it down the sideline and say, "Go get it, kid." Yeah, yeah, and that's that's his thing. He he's contested catch monster, so, so it's starting to pay off. So now that AB's gone, somebody else had to emerge. Philip Dorsett for the first three weeks, continues to be a factor in this offense. Yes, Dorsett, solid scoop. If he's on the wire, definitely go get him. Yeah. I mean, he's the third guy right now. So Edelman's banged up. He's going to be playing next week probably, but he might be in some pain. He's got a chest injury. Yeah, I I believe I said until about week three, Edelman's going to be really good, and then he'll get hurt. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yep, he gets banged up. They're getting Ben Watson back. Uh, if you're looking for a tight end, might be somebody worth a stash. See what happens. Kind of curious. I might actually pick up Ben Watson in our league just to take a shot with this guy. Mm, interesting. All right, Colts, Falcons. This game was interesting it was a good game it was a very good game there was a lot of really bad games this was a good game yes uh, Jacoby Brissett looked great it's one of he my streams very, of the week boys very good NC State boy yeah Marlon Mack heavily involved that guy has developed some serious moves looked really elusive out there and he's getting all the work yeah he could be a league winner this year he really could he I regret kind of 
in my mind, he took a hit when Andrew Luck retired, but I Sean think called he, that. Sean did call it. He, yeah. he, he really has gotten a boost because he's gotten that much more work. Yeah. And Brissette has been able to, to pass well enough to where they're not able to stack boxes on him and to focus in on the run game. I really like to continuing to stream Brissett in the right matchups. I mean, solid play from him. Very impressed. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton looks like a clear wide receiver one to me. He did have a quad injury in this game. He did you see the size of that bag of ice on his quad? Yes, it was huge. So apparently he hurt the quad, then finished the drive, scored the touchdown, <laughs> and then then walked to the locker room. So... He has had a massive start for him, touchdown-wise. Yes. He's very involved in the short game. He's getting targeted in the red zone, in the on yeah. the goal line specifically. This is a Brissett thing. They're not, so Luck targeted the tight ends like crazy in the red zone. Right. Now, and Brissett did too a couple years ago. They're just not getting involved down there. It's just T.Y. and it's Mac all day. Yeah, so hopefully T.Y. is okay. Yeah. What about the tight ends? Are are they worth a shot? I mean, they're just not that involved I, at this point. I mean, they are, but there's just, they're not, there's too many of them. You saw Mo Alley-Cox play a whole drive and dominate. Yeah. But then, like, he's the third string tight end. Then you saw Jack Doyle getting some clutch first downs. And Ebron had a couple at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, so it was just sporadic, and they're not involved in the red zone. Yeah, this, so this you, is you can't own any of them really. I really thought Jack Doyle's production would go up under Brissett. It did a couple of years ago, but you know that's a lesson to learn. We never know these things. A lot of people drafted Ebron before the luck news and just been sitting on him, you know, hoping he'd get that touchdown. I mean, he got a ton of touchdowns last year, but it's I don't I just don't think it's going to happen. He'll still have big games probably, but you're just picking and choosing. Yeah, for the Falcons, they had a bunch of dumb penalties in this game. Yeah, and that's it was that was my takeaway. But <laughs> Julio. Julio's a beast still. Yeah, Austin Hooper looks like a potential tight end one. He had a couple touchdowns in this game. Oh man, and looked great. That's the first thing Hobby said to me. He's like, oh, did you see what Austin Hooper did? Right. That's right. yes, true. I'm very aware of that. Yeah. I mean, but touchdowns are tight end they're one fickle. might be a stretch. You, I mean, the tight end landscape right now is brutal. So I think that I don't think that's much because of a stretch of at all. Because of that O-line, Matty Ice is having to get rid of it quick. and I mean, that's part of it, but he – I mean, he's – my other takeaway was that their blocking looks better. Uh, specifically, their run blocking does look better. Devonta Freeman had a pretty big game compar- comparatively to what he's been doing. It's an easier he matchup. Looks, he looked much better. I thought the Colts would shut him down. And he's looked terrible. And he was breaking tackles, looked explosive. Yeah. If they can get some kind of consistency going with their run game, then he is a potential buy low. I sent multiple trade offers to Ruck again yesterday. (laughs) Multiple. I continue to try and send trade offers to this kid. I hope he's not listening right now. (laughs) But I'm literally sending him like two a day. I want Devontae Freeman still. Yeah. I mean, he... 
he was involved. I mean, there there's still times in the second half came out and got shut down a little bit, but he had like 80 yards in the first half. So it was there still needs to be some some consistency. But now is the time. The market is completely done on him, and I'm not. And I'm not saying spend a lot. I'm thinking you can get them pretty dang cheap. Yes, I think so too. So worth a shot. Uh, Calvin really not that involved, but don't worry, that kid is really good. Yeah, I, I couldn't really figure out why. I guess the the coverage was just yeah all over him. And Julio doesn't matter. He's covering Julio because he gets open. Another thing about Freeman, I like how his snap count went way up over Ito this game. Yeah, well, Ito got hurt as well. Oh, he had okay. a concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Devonta's the guy. Free going. Freeman. Yeah, um, Vikings Raiders. Yeah. Uh, what do you, What do we think? The, Just <laughs> the door has been shut on the autumn wind. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, the autumn wind is a pirate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pillaging the the Raiders are really really struggling. Um, Derek Carr, let's give Mike Glennon a shot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon is Out my there guy. With his two foot long neck. At least he can see where he's throwing. Derek's killing me. He's killing Gruden. You can see it on his face. Uh, didn't get help. Josh Jacobs. If you played Josh Jacobs, it was a bad move. Um, he's been very sick. He lost ten pounds last week. He's been on an IV during the game. He still played okay, but expect better things from Josh Jacobs. Darren Waller is a beast. He might be a league winner. They are going to lean on him. He 13 is, receptions. He is the number one target in this offense. Yes. And he's just like Jared Cook was last year, but he is better. A lot better. More athletic. Can catch the ball. Can do a lot of different things that Cook just cannot do. Uh, Tyrell Williams saved you with a touchdown. Um, the other ancillary... Larry receivers have got to get involved. Uh, blocking was terrible. Car was terrible. <laughs> Defense was terrible. Defense can't tackle. Just can't tackle. A lot of injuries in the secondary, and it's showing. Um, I'm done with the Raiders. You want to talk about the Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> I so, mean, Dalvin Cook is a monster. He is. I mean, if he... I, I, I don't want them to be in blowout games because they just take him out. <laughs> I know. Alexander Madison's worth a flex yeah. in the right matchup yeah, because he might get the whole fourth quarter. Right. Uh, this game was outrageous. I mean, Dalvin, he's... The kids a, were still saying it's a fluke last night. The kid, The kids. You know the kids. They're like, he's going to get hurt, bro. I'm like, any running back Dude, get hurt. Okay. He looks great. Let's break the okay. <laughs> this injury oh, he's injury prone. The guy's had one significant injury. That's yeah. it. That's like it. he had a short a labrum issue in college. What do you think he's gonna have a labrum issue again? <laughs> no? That's not real. He had a labrum issue and then he tore his ACL. All the other injuries were as a result of the ACL injury. Like this, uh, this happens. You see it all the time. Guy comes back too soon from ACL, gets the soft tissue injuries. 
these, that's it. These narratives get put out in the media, and everybody takes it as facts. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. You know what you did? You drafted him as your fifth pick, and yeah. you took a giant piss on the ADP value, and you said they're all out of their <laughs> mind. I think this guy is a top five back, and through three weeks, he is more than proven it. My goodness, he looked good. Some of those cuts he made, holy cow, man. You got a great yeah. running back. Yeah. Bottom line, I mean, what do we think about Thielen had another good game? Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs. A lot of worry around Diggs. He should have had a solid game last week. We talked about that. Uh, just just be patient. I think he's okay. Ooh, I, I mean, I'm not, you're not really, I might bench him at this point. Again, think about that game. Oh, yeah, I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. You're think holding him. Think about that game you script again, him. how you're worried about Cook in these blowout games because they don't put him in. Well, they're running the ball right. in the second half like crazy. I mean, this is what we talked about with the the new offensive coordinator, yeah. Safosky, last season, and it's really been what has happened they just really want to run the ball and when you run the ball as much as they do mm-hmm. you just don't have that much room for two productive receivers in fantasy and Thielen has been the guy he looked like the guy in preseason well he ran one he ran his second touchdown in. it was a running play yeah I saw that <laughs> I was mad because Dalvin should have had that one <laughs> But, I mean, he could have had three touchdowns in this game easily. Madison got one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, Dylan's been more involved than Diggs to this point, and I think they've kind of handcuffed Cousins a little bit because he's looked terrible when they've tried to, you know, unleash him a little bit and let him throw more. Just let him manage He's made some bad decisions, so they've just kind of reverted back to what's working, which Mm -hmm. has been smart. They they're run first defense team. Yeah, they they got a shot at the Super Bowl. They're a very good team. Yeah, Chiefs Ravens. Chiefs. This game didn't disappoint. No. Well. Yeah. Well, yes, it did. We're not. talking about. We both looked at this as a blow up game for fantasy assets, and it did not disappoint. It did not. I mean, Marquise Brown was the. Only disappointment. Did you see Mark Ingram? Did you see my boy? Yes, your boy got all, right. all the touchdowns. I'm giving you Dalvin Cook. Will you please give me Mark Ingram? For the love of God. I said all preseason. He's a top Oh, 10 dude, I I was on Mark Ingram as well. I mean, I just wasn't on. as high as you were. I'll be the first to admit the first three weeks of the season have been quite easy in their matchups. But he's getting the volume. His volume skyrocketed. They were giving it to him still when they were trailing. He's got tougher matchups ahead, but I think he's going to be a solid RB too. Yes, I mean, I over two hundred touches easily. I don't know why that was ever a question. I mean, the kids lost it when I took him as my third pick. Yeah, and that's great pick. I yeah. mean, I, I took him. A, over. Would you a, rather have Ingram or Sony Michelle? Well, definitely Ingram now, but originally. Uh, would you have based would you on ADP Ingram or Josh Jacobs? Ingram, for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, these guys were all going ahead of him in the draft. Right. Tevin right. Coleman was going ahead of him for. I wouldn't have done that. It's I wouldn't have done that. That's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, 
But, oh, I mean, he's the guy. He's on a playoff team. I mean, going into this year, you knew he was the guy. He's on a playoff team, and he's they're running the ball all the time. And that's just what he is. This is this game is going to be more of what he is than when Lamar Jackson is just airing it out. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to come back to earth a little bit with that. Yeah. And they're a run first team. They are. Yeah. And so it's amazing how seasons change. I mean, last year you didn't want to touch an asset besides maybe Lamar on the Ravens. You did not want to touch a Ravens player. And this year you want you want a piece of the Ravens. Look at Mark Andrews. I mean, the kid. Oh, Sean's got a good tight end right there. I wish I would have traded for him earlier. Well, he was a big bust in this game. I know. I'm not worried about Huge him. He bust. had some opportunities. He came into this game. I told Sean he's 50-50 to play. He has a yeah. foot issue. He was like, oh, I'm not worried about it. I said, I would be pretty worried about it. He's basically a game-time decision and has a foot injury. I didn't realize that. And... I would have. I told. He was like, "Oh, I'm not. He's gonna. He's getting all the targets." We'll have to revisit him uh, in the next cast on Thursday because I want to know how the if this is gonna be a lingering issue. Yes, because I mean Hayden Hurst was involved in this game. You've yes. seen the other tight ends get just as many snaps as Mark Andrews at times. So that I mean that's something to watch. Mark Andrews had two big weeks, but I wouldn't crown him yet. Lamar Jackson didn't disappoint. Another solid game. He's got the cheat code. He saved his game. He's got the cheat with, code. He saved his game with a, with a couple passes, but he I think he significantly fell back to earth. Yeah. But he's still up. a QB1 for sure with his rushing alone. And that, you know, when he gives you that extra passing yardage, that's just a bonus. You saw this in the first couple weeks, especially last week. Like he could have really blown up, but then started to miss some passes in the second half. And you know this is going to happen. He's not a QB one, but he might be a top ten QB. So right, he's not the overall QB one. Yeah, yeah. So all right, other side of the ball, Chiefs. I mean, uh, Chiefs play all your Chiefs. Mm, Always. Mm, 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 mm. LaShawn McCoy. So before this game, a bunch of interesting things happened. Yep. People thought Darwin Thompson might be an interesting play because uh, Damian Williams was out. And then Shady had was also questionable going into the game. Then there was some reporting, some weird reporting that said Darrell Williams is the starter and that LaShawn McCoy's third string. So... Uh, it was kind of a mix of what was true. Daryl Williams got a bunch of work on this game, had a good game. But LaShawn McCoy did really, really well. I had a well, ton pay, of fantasy you points. You pay attention to your inactives. We knew at yes, Damian Williams was inactive. that Damian Williams was inactive, and you knew Shady was going to play. You flex Shady right. in this situation. Yeah, well, you flex Shady based on the fact that he's Shady and he's been getting he's, had a great game. He's been looking good the entire season. And even if there's a report that says Darrell Williams is a starter. Williams played well. Yeah, he played well. That that for me just meant he's worth a look. Yeah. And he was worth a look. Because Shady's game. even more banged Darwin up Thompson, so I thought he might be, before all this changed, I thought he might be a good play in this game. But he continues to be. See, he's the guy that 
if the other guys go down, <laughs> he he'll be there. Yeah. But they're not right now. Daryl Williams is ahead of him in the they got in the pecking order. Depth over there. At yeah. Mac. And Shady came out of this game with an ankle injury, yeah. so it is something to watch. Yeah, I'd say Daryl Williams. And Daryl Williams yeah. is the guy. Look if Damian is out and Shady is out, which could have been the issue coming in this week and can be the issue mm-hmm. next week, then Daryl Williams is the guy. Whoever's their running back, start them. <laughs> Just pay close attention to the the wire and, or the news, the reporting and the injury reports. We'll update you later this week. But, I mean... Let's talk about these uh, wide receivers. I mean, I so I was playing against Patrick Mahomes in one league, and I tried to start all the other Chiefs just to mitigate the Patrick Mahomes factor. I, you told me about that. And it didn't work. It didn't work. Well, because... Yeah, because it just... Patrick Mahomes is getting all the points, whereas the other points are dispersed. So... It didn't quite work, but it, it well, helped. Well, you played what? Demarcus oh, def- Robinson. I played Nicole Robinson Hardman. You got and double Hardman. digits from both. Yes, double digits from both. They were both good plays, but a little bit. But yeah, neither one of them blew up. I needed a blow up guy. Yeah, that one catch by Robinson was pretty impressive. Kids for real. Yeah. So, they they're both solid plays going forward. Wait and see with Tyreek because Tyreek is back to he's dribbling basketballs now. It's the latest report with both <laughs> hands. I don't know why that's significant, but it seems significant. Why is he dribbling basketballs? Just that's part, he, he needs to balls? get range of motion back, I guess. All right. So whatever. Well, Lev Bell was playing basketball in the year off, and he he's come back and looked great. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Tyreek had his clavicle separated from he's sternum, tough. so he needs to be doing something. Don't you worry about little Mighty Mouse. That kid's right. tough. Yeah, he'll be all right. Travis Kelsey, he's been quiet. He's been quiet. I had uh, Kelsey Let's... and and Kittle kind of written down as and Ertz really mm-hmm. as people to watch, but I think they're all fine. They're all still getting heavily targeted. His floor has been very high. So yes, Kelsey is the one I would worry about the least yeah. out of those three guys. Uh, Watkins coming back down to earth as well. Yeah, but Watkins is still getting the most targets in this offense, okay. I I still believe. And he's really got the most long-term value season-long when Tyree gets back as okay. well. All right. So he's definitely a play. You're playing anybody in this offense right now. All right. And Packers-Broncos. All right, so this was... Also, a very interesting game. Yeah. Um, let me get to my notes. Packers defense is for real. Uh, I stream them. They are solid. They are solid. Um, so, they came out first series, very ba- balanced offense. Aaron Jones is involved. MVS was involved. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams was involved. And you saw the long touchdown to MVS. Uh, second series, Rodgers was overthrowing guys that were false starts. Guys were also dropping passes. Guys were running wrong routes. I liked, I watched a lot of this game, too. It's not all Rodgers. Yeah, it's not. Definitely not. Rodgers looked good for the most part, but the, he had some uncharacteristic overthrows in a couple series that killed drives. Yeah. And then, so the next series, Jamal Williams was heavily involved. It and was 
30 snaps to 22, I believe, something like that, for Jamal Williams over Aaron Jones. Yes. So, LaFleur continues to get Jamal Williams involved. And Jamal, to, to his credit, Jamal Williams did look better in this game than he has. Yeah. MVS needs stronger hands. Yes. That's what I wrote. He, he needs to had get two. Open. I thought he was this big, strong, well, fast guy. Well, he, I mean, even he did get open, I thought, a lot. And he had a couple that were just in his hands. The defender was able to just easily knock it out. And it just needs stronger hands. He just needs to get it done. Him and Geronimo, and Geronimo have got to bad play drop better. as well. They have got to be play better or, we're t- we're, you know, Rodgers isn't going to be a top five quarterback. If these guys continue, no, I mean he's not even close. Not only that, it's not hurting; it's hurting Adams because Adams is getting double teamed, triple teamed. They're leaving Geronimo and Valdez out there on an island with a cornerback, and they're not working them. Yeah, and they're not getting the tight ends involved much. It's Jimmy Graham goose egg. egg. You laid that bomb out there. I took it. Took that landmine. I put him in my lineup. Yeah. So I just. I mean, you got to just continue to watch. MVS is still the guy to own besides Devontae and yeah. for the receivers. But he, I mean, you take away that false. I mean, he had the free play where Aaron Rodgers draws the defense off sides and then throws a bomb. I like LaFleur's. You take away that and his he doesn't have a good game either, really. I like LaFleur's offense. I it, like, I think it's effective. I just don't it, think they're doing it correctly. Yes, I think that... I don't think it's the schemes. I think it's the players, Brad. I think that's part of it is the execution. And it's just not what... It's not like a running gun. Like, there's going to be more runs in the red zone. Yes, very good for Aaron Jones. And, and yeah, so you saw them get the ball a couple of times down near the goal line. and it, But it wasn't even like... They straight up just gave the ball immediately to Aaron Jones. They would it would be first and second down, and they try a couple passes, and mm-hmm. then they give the ball to Aaron Jones. It's usually the opposite. Yeah, and <laughs> so Aaron Jones was just the one who got it done both times. It, but that's been a trend. Yeah, for this it has season. been. So if it you're a Jones been. owner, you're not gonna get the huge volume hundred yard games, but the touchdowns could save each week he's still an rb2 because of that yes i mean this the offense just has a lot more potential for effectiveness yeah. because you're getting fancy production and this game was ugly yeah so if they can put it together i mean i still don't think rogers is gonna have a, as high of a ceiling as we thought but the offense as a whole definitely has the potential to get a lot better. You're going to be able to run a lot of plays with the defense forcing a lot of three and outs. The defense is really good this year. Um, Yeah, I'm worried about Rodgers, though. I'm definitely concerned about Rodgers. But do you trade for Rodgers? Because that owner is freaking out. I, I mean, possibly, if depending on who my QB is. Okay. But I don't know if he's playable right now. Again, I like the schemes. I feel like it's, like you said, execution. I mean, Rodgers would have had like a 24-point game if it was executed effectively. So that's what I got from that. Right. 
On the Broncos side, uh, Philip Lindsay was the workhorse. Whether that was a hot hand situation or not, he looked incredible. Had a couple touchdowns. Did you see the second touchdown where the offensive lineman picked him up and yes. threw him and into just, the end yes. zone? I mean, there was a couple <laughs> like that where they were just like pushing. He he grabbed him and threw him into the end zone because the the guys that were calling the game were like. Oh man, look at how strong Lindsey was down there. And I was like, Sean, I think he just got picked up and thrown into the end zone, which works. I thought Lindsey played great. Tough little kid. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, he said if you can get him off the Lindsey owner, I thought I'd Royce be... played pretty good too. Royce did too. He had a touchdown called back. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders owners, do not freak out. He had a touchdown drop that was. He had a bad game. He had a drop. That if he catches that ball for the touchdown, then his his line would have been fine. Yeah, he, he only got like five targets. Yes, it, he did not. He came out after the game, had a crazy Twitter post. I saw that about him being in the world of suck. I really yes, <laughs> I saw that. So, well, you think about it; it's been a rough few years. For yes, him, and it he has. went over that, and My he was God. not happy with his targets in this game. But him and Flacco, I think they have chemistry, and Sanders is very. Yes, very he's talented. still near the top of the league in red zone targets. So I'd be do not panic him this week. Do I need not to look panic. Match up, but I'll probably play him. All right, we're gonna go Panthers Cardinals. Um, two big takeaways from this game was Here that we go. Kyle Allen looked incredible, and that Kyler Murray has finally been unleashed as far as running the ball. It's quick. He needs to learn how to step up in the pocket instead of running. You saw that specifically running, scrambling, mm-hmm. and because he he, I mean we the Panthers had. Eight sacks in this game, which is the mo- I mean the second most in franchise history, and of quite three of them at least were because Kyler instead of stepping up in the pocket, he tried to scramble out to the left and just got sacked. Yeah, use your blocks to your advantage. It'll give you an extra second to look downfield. So Larry's yeah, getting open. Come he's on, got a Kyle. lot to learn, but he yeah. I mean Larry's still getting numbers. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Is getting numbers. Incredible catches. Still doing work. Um, he's not like going through the motions. He looks spry. Yeah, he's, I mean they're they're getting yardage. They just they're they're still figuring it out. Um, Kyle Allen. We'll see what he does against Houston and then against Jacksonville if he plays against Jacksonville. Cam's already out for next week, but Kyle Allen. He could be a savior for the fantasy production of DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel mm-hmm. because Cam was not getting it done. And Greg Olson. Greg Olson is. Hmm. Father time. Timeless. Fa- He's just. I will like to point out that if you are playing, if you are looking to play a tight end and stream one. Try and pick a tight end that's playing the Cardinals. I might be playing Virgil yes, Green. Stream every tight end versus the Cardinals. They have done incredibly well. I'm I might stream this week uh Virgil Green, Chargers backup tight end against them. I mean, it's <laughs> they it, tight ends are just having a filled day with the Cardinals. Yeah. But Greg Olson played well and nice throws by your boy Kyle. He he definitely yes, had his he, monster before the game. Yes, he looked very good. <laughs> 
Kyle Allen is. We'll see what happens. The guy was a five-star recruit coming out of high school, started over Kyler Murray for A&M, beat him out. But he uh, wasn't drafted, was he? No. He was a practice squad. He's beaten Will Greer out already, right? Yeah. Will Will Greer was the third. He's always had the talent, but his college production was very inconsistent. Uh Uh-huh. And but he was high, higher rated than Kyler was. Kyler wasn't the consensus number one coming out of high school. Okay. And Kyle Allen was consensus number one five star coming out of high school. And we need a Kyle. I like. Yeah. Kyle. So the we'll see what happens. Uh, I th- the coaching staff has clearly seen something in him. They like him better than Will Greer right now, which is. Why they drafted Will Greer in the third round. So they've already come out and said Cam will be out next week. Cam's out next week. So you got Kyle Allen playing against the Texans. Tougher matchup. It is definitely a tougher matchup. CMC went nuts again. CMC looked incredible. They got a new left tackle that they played half the game. And (laughs) even though they threw Darrell Williams back in and they immediately gave up a strip sack. So... (laughs) You know, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. Strip sack. He's still fine. It's fine. But, uh, He doesn't yeah. belong they put, over there. They put Greg Little in. Yeah. And CMC immediately busted off a 75-yard yeah. touchdown run. Got a good push. So, leave Greg Little in the game, please. He looked really winded. Maybe he's not in shape yet. But, uh, you know. David Johnson looking owners up. were saved by the... Kyler Murray scrambled and throw it across the field and DJ juking three Carolina defenders to get yes. in the end zone. Yes, made Dante Jackson look foolish. They have got to get DJ more involved. T- come they on. They do. Come on, Cliff. Get him involved. Put him in the yep. air raid. Throw it to him as much as you can. All right. Giants, Bucks. Ooh, Daniel Jones. <laughs> What did what's that stat you sent to me about like the fastest so uh, quarterbacks he, of the top the top speeds yeah. of quarterbacks in the first few weeks of the season Daniel Jones has two of them so <laughs> one's Kyler one's Lamar and the next two are Daniel Jones he, he looked- hit like 19 19- Almost 20 miles per hour on two different runs. 20 miles per hour. He looked real fast on that end yep. around to the right. That was impressive. Yeah. And so, he kind of walked at the end. He just kind of strutted in. Yeah. He, I mean, the Giants were getting beat, and Daniel Jones took over. Great game. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, monster game. Evan Ingram, monster game. Those guys are his favorite targets. And Saquon Barkley went down with the ankle injury. They're saying it'll be at least a month. I'm so I saw four to eight weeks. Four to eight weeks. That is the that is what Rappaport's saying. He did. It is worth noting that he did have a high ankle sprain in college that he came back from in two weeks. Yeah, I, think I saw that. It's but they're different. They are different. They're always different. And this one, you gotta trust Rappaport and those guys on this one. It seems like he's gonna be out a month. Yeah. And they're not in contention, so Hobby is 
devastated. This is the third year in a row his top draft <laughs> yes. pick has gone down. I looked at him. I said, it's fine, man. You just got to adjust. And he about lost it on me. <laughs> well, you got to have ask you. You got to be able to survive for a few Let weeks. Let me ask you something, Brad. Now, I'm not trading this week for sure. I'm playing Hobby. I'm going to destroy him without Barkley. But you're, you got a winning record. You're sitting there at 4-0. Something like that. Is Barkley somebody that you would trade for come week five? Absolutely. If Think you're, about it. Especially if you have a winning record and you maybe have, you know, I would think about trading. You if you got schedule, room. You think you can get one more win out and, and then wait and creep into the playoffs with Barkley. Yeah. If I can get away with throwing a wide receiver one and yeah. maybe my wide receiver, my running back two, they're gonna want a running back. For they're gonna want a running back for sure, but you're not giving a like I'm thinking. I mean, you're Ingram. not giving a RB one for a guy that could be out eight weeks. I'm thinking Ingram or David Johnson for Barkley. I mean, if you're listening, Hobby, I'm uh, I'm just laying it out there right now. I what mean, my game plan is. that's a risky move. I mean, who? What do you do in the meantime? Especially if who's the, filling in for running back? I know here? that's what I'm saying. You got to squeeze one or two more wins out if you're at four and zero. We're trying to win championships. We're trying to teach our listeners how to win championships. And I'm giving you an example to capitalize. If you have a winning record, Barkley owners got you need the Barkley owner to have a losing record right now, in panic mode. You see what I'm saying, Brad? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's an interesting, interesting play. Um, for the Bucks, Ronald Jones had a big game. You don't know what to do with that backfield. <laughs> and Mike Evans went off. Chris Godwin got shut down. It looked like they were shading coverage towards the middle of the field more. And hold up, hold up, hold up. Mike Evans didn't just go off. He yes, went he off. he had three touchdowns in the first half. With Janoris Jenkins shadowing him. Just yes, but the Giants have got Janoris Jenkins and the Giants have gotten roasted this year. Evans, I, the, I, this was my buy low candidate. I said it, and he did not disappoint. This boy went off. Yes, he did. He's he feeling better. He has went flu. Insane, and almost beat me in a league. Jameis Winston was a great streamer. We talked about the risk versus reward. It was the reward this week. Yes. Jameis, he can make the throws. Mm -hmm. I think he's starting to adjust to this offense a little bit better. You got to think that first week against the Niners, that Niners defense is very good. Yeah, that was just an ugly game. Mm -hmm. And the Niners defense has proven to be for real so far. O.J. Howard got a little more involved. Um, he did. I think that was a big part of why Godwin didn't have okay. what he's usually done. Okay. I think the offense is starting to balance out a little bit. Evans is still the one. Godwin's still the two. Yeah. And O.J. Howard's is still a really good tight end. So they're starting to kind of balance things out. I think going forward it'll be more balanced. You're, you're going to see these games where uh, – Evans is the guy. Mm-hmm. He he's gonna be the guy. He's still the one. But when they shade coverage over to him, this offense has enough weapons to where the, there's gonna be fantasy production to go around. 
I think Evans's floor is higher than it was the first two games. I think he should have had a touchdown last week. He should have had a couple longer passes last week, just off his fingertips. He's getting the target still. He's getting very high volume. Yes, he is for sure. All right, Saints Seahawks. Did you see Camario? I mean, Camario went. Insane. Sean, I mean, Sean didn't want him anymore. He traded him away. He thought that, it was over with Breeze Hurt. <laughs> well, yeah. That's so he wrong. was. Kamara was the. I looked it up. The number seven uh, fantasy score this week just went nuts. Yeah, it's just incorrect. <laughs> I mean, you got to think that when Breeze gets hurt in the middle of the game, they don't have a game plan for that happening. Yeah, they don't have. They're not. Teddy Bridgewater Water isn't the same quarterback. They're not going to have the same game plan. He played okay. And that's that's all he needs to do. Yeah. So they game so plan a little bit differently. They get they you they don't let Bridgewater don't make him do what he can't do, play within himself and you get the ball to your best players. And we said Michael Thomas would be okay. Not I think Thomas's ceiling has Definitely dropped. Yes, definitely. But dropped. he's gonna be fine. He got the volume. He got about twelve fantasy points. He's okay. Yeah, Teddy's still targeting him. Um, here's what I really wanted to mention in this game, and we were really high on Latavius Murray in the preseason, and it's just not working out like I thought it would. No. Three three carries. Yeah. Uh, so. Super Camario had about 86% of the snaps in this game. So whether that's a result of of Ingram not being there for what or Breeze being hurt for whatever reason that is he's not getting that role. So do not play him. It, can you if you need a roster spot to open up? I, drop I, Murray? I think he may be droppable. I'm going to hold him for another week or two. He had a touchdown in the first week. Okay. But he he's not getting that role. It's, it's not, not looking like yeah. at all. So it is what it is. Yeah. We sometimes he's not Mark Ingram. No, he he's got speed, but he just wasn't. He's not the player that Mark Ingram was. Yeah, going into week four, we got to start getting fluid, moving moving yeah. on with our. So season. we were yeah, we were wrong on that one. Or I was wrong specifically. And no, I, I felt I, you, everything made sense. And it could still work out. I, it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, three carries. Yeah, and I mean what they were doing was working, so they didn't. They don't need Murray <laughs> when he. Don't be bitter about it. Brad. When Alvin Kamara, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I mean, I didn't draft him in our league of record. I kind of wanted him. I just never was able to get him in drafts. From yeah, my position. I mean. <laughs> Just it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see what we got in that game. Seahawks. Russell uh, Wilson. Russell went Wilson nuts. went insane. He threw the ball fifty times. He had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a great game. Chris Carson did not. He f- mm. has serious fumbling issues. It, if Rashad Penny was healthy in that game, do we both agree that he would have taken over? Yes, this although is two games in a row. Although Pete Carroll came out and said 
we have full confidence in Chris Carson going forward. And I Russell don't Wilson said the same. I agree. That comes I don't believe out of anything. Petey Sunshine's I think mouth. Did you see his nose where he got hit with the football? <laughs> no. Yeah. He <laughs> had a bloody nose from getting hit in the foot with the football <laughs> pregame. That's yeah, it was insane. his own player threw the ball at his face. That guy's running laps all week. Nuts. All so, week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could. There is a world where Rashad Penny comes out next week and is the starter. Scoop Rashad Penny up. There he is, is available. That world. Trade for him. And this is still an offense that wants to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They just got behind in this game and put the ball into Russell's hands. You might be right. It, you know, I, I don't know. Chris Carson could get 70% of the workload next week, but I'm telling you he's on a very thin line right he now. He is, but I think Carson for me is a buy low candidate. Okay. Because the I guarantee you the Carson owner is freaking out. And Okay. This is still this a is one of those Seattle starting where, running back. Where we need to have some sort of bet between you and me. Because I'm saying by Penny, you're saying by Carson. Yeah. And I've been saying by, by Penny since like May. <laughs> right. May, June. <laughs> yeah. Digging down. All right. Texans, Chargers. Ooh. Texans and Chargers, they threw the ball to... Keenan Allen absolutely abused that secondary. They could have gone to Keenan just about every other play in the game. Do you realize that? Like, he yeah, was, was well, always they did. open. They did. Always open. I mean, it was nuts. Best route runner in the business. I'm getting offers for Keenan left and right. I'm thinking about it. Just thinking. So, is Mike Williams a bust at this point? I don't think so. I think... Mm. I think he'll be fine. I think I disagree. Hmm. Just because the reasoning that I was high on Mike Williams was that he was getting the snaps. Are you worried about Travis Benjamin and Inman getting involved a lot? Yes. They're they're on the field. I don't see Mike Williams on the field 90% of the time. He's not on the field a lot. And that is concerning as well as the fact that Keenan Allen is taking the next step to the He didn't seem to moon. be able to get open. I wonder yeah, if there and was more matchups and they're not they actually the first couple of games were targeting him in the red zone, kind of trying to throw it up to him, let him come down with it, and that's just not working out so far. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm holding him in where I have him, but I'm very concerned. I get it. Let's let's wait and see on Williams. I'm not willing to give up on him yet. Do not drop him. Um, if you can trade him, that's fine. But do not drop Williams yet is what I'm saying. Definitely wait and see. Uh, Eckler fell back to earth a little bit in this game. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins did not have a good game. Justin Jackson uh, got a... N- Another touchdown call back. I think yes, Justin I Jackson that. runs better than Eckler. They're playing Miami. Lev Bell is out for me. I will be playing Justin Jackson this week. So watch out, boys. That is a big move. Yeah, I don't have a lot. Well, I, my backup was like Brita, and the Niners are out too. I didn't plan well, but mm, it, it's either Justin Jackson or Carlos Hyde. I'll roll Justin Jackson out against Miami. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Against Miami, start everyone. 
I'll start a. I got the Chargers attack. defense too for Miami. Okay. I keep telling everybody, go ahead and scoop up that defense playing Miami a couple weeks in advance. Uh, no, don't roster. <laughs> don't listen to Sunshine. Never roster two defenses. You're in a competitive league. Ever. You got to get the edge. Do not roster two defenses. <laughs> scoop a running back instead. All right. Um, Steelers, 49ers. Oh, this one was ugly. Ugly game. Mm. Mason Rudolph did not look good. He no. did not look good. Juju saved his day with a long touchdown pass. That was really it. That was really it. Mm. That was it. The other rookie should have had a touchdown grab. Uh, yes, had a drop. Yeah. But, I mean, the 49ers defense is better than... Yeah, very good. You were expecting that it's chemistry underrated. with James Washington. It didn't quite That emerge. did not pan out. Uh, I, I don't think that's a thing you can necessarily translate to the NFL level. Okay. Uh, because it's just different. And I think it's working with DJ Shark. Well, yeah, he, he had the same quarterback? Well, I guess the practice reps is what I was looking at. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, I mean, Mason Rudolph and James Washington played together. So you're not in college. You don't want Haskins to step in and then have that Haskins McCoy uh, thing. Kind of, but I think. <laughs> I mean, if it was as easy to translate that uh-huh. okay. as you think, then Haskins would already be in there based on last game because uh, <laughs> last game was horrendous. We'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. Um. Steelers, 49ers. James Conner. Mm. Conner, I don't, I cannot figure out what it is. Well, actually, I have some metrics on this. So I've I'm glad of, you do because this is a massive question. Through so, three weeks, he has been a huge bust. So part of it is the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line has taken a step back. But he has been brought down at first contact 89% of the time. Ooh, so he's, he's getting the ball handed off to him and Boom, he's hitting a wall. Well, yes, and he's not breaking any tackles. Well, he's never had that ability. Well, he's not eluding any tackles. He's not doing anything. He's not very talented. I I disagree with you. This is is me. This (laughs) this season, he is not. (laughs) Things change. I don't think it's a static thing where he just came into the league and wasn't talented. He is clearly... He's talented. I'm just talking about he's not an outstanding football running back like for the NFL caliber. He's just... I, I get it. The whole Heisman runner-up, the whole all that. But he's just... No, he's not Lev Bell, dude. Well, I never said he was, but... A lot of people he, compared it to him. And a lot of people looked at the stats and compared well, him Well, because exactly. his numbers last year were better than Lev Bell's for the most part. That's why I'm not a numbers guy. Well, you can't ignore the numbers. He's brought down at first contact 89% <laughs> of the time this year. Those are the numbers. Oh, God. He's not getting past anyone. The offensive line... They're stacking a box. It's just you you got to do something on offense. Got to get them involved in the passing game. You you got they need to I don't know what they need. We'll see if Mason Rudolph pays off. So do you buy James Conner? We keep bringing him up every week. I'm not buying him. 
I'm I have him in a league and I'm about to sell off everyone. Fire sell. Fire sell. James Conner, right at the top. Yes. I'm packaging him with someone else, don't know who yet, for I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna watch just every play with James Conner. Yes. Uh will as well. Weeks. Later this week we'll have a breakdown of James okay. Conner. Alright. How about that? Um for the 49ers, they, my name is Jeff, <laughs> scoring touchdowns. Matt Breida Shout looked good. Shout out to Andy Holloway there. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is – is he worth a shot? I mean, like what, so Tevin 10, Coleman will yard. be back. Tevin Coleman will be back week five. Yeah, but he is the red zone guy. He is the LeGarrette Blunt. He is the – How many times are the 49ers going to be on in the red – in the – on the goal line. What do you mean? Their offenses run the ball effectively. They ran the ball well. They fumbled it a lot. It was weird the amount of fumbles they had, but they run the ball very effectively with that committee. I okay. don't want to touch this committee. I don't. They want brought to. Jeff up from the practice squad. Tevin Coleman comes back in week five. Yeah. They're on their bye week this week. He serves a specific purpose and in a but standard do they keep league. Him? Do they keep four running backs active? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do they have a four-man committee? That's insane. <laughs> Is it? Yes. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, man. I mean, Brito looks good. Mostert, he specifically uh, comes in send as a Mostert to the practice squad. No, he's playing. I think he looks the best, believe yeah. it or not. I think he looks You think Mostert looks Brita. better than Brito? Brito's getting the most carries, but not by much. I think it was like two more carries than Mustard the last couple of games. But I so think my name is better. Jeff. <laughs> I mean, did he have under 10 yards but two touchdowns? It's Jeff. He's going to go in. He's going to get touchdowns. It's okay. All he does, he's just a big know, bruising back that they just hand it off to and say, go ahead, big guy. I mean – it's worth a shot, but this week all he's on bye. And he's happy, and he goes back over. So and he's he on bye on this week, and then you go, and Tevin Coleman is probably going to be back week five. <sighs> then they have four guys in the stable. Dude, what a mess! I I'm think not touching they're this. just going to throw them all in the blender and then pick a couple out. For Here's that the next thing. Game. All right, that's the running backs. What about the wide receivers? It's the same thing. It is the same thing. Debo Samuel looks like he can run over people at times. Dante Pettis got a couple good catches. He had a touchdown, and he had a target. It was a scramble target for a touchdown, but he should, could have had two touchdowns. So yeah. Dante Pettis is back in the mix. And and good this is why I'm down on Kittle, because they have just a ton of guys. They just have so many it's not guys. Like last year, where it was just Kittle. No, it was just Kittle. I mean, Kittle looks good. Those catches. He does look good. He came out first target of the game. Kittle. Why am I but, not bit with all these weapons? Why are we? It, oh, because they run the ball like crazy. That's why we're not big on Jimmy G. Right. His and fantasy he, numbers and he have not been good. Random picks. Yeah. And that are not. They're not even his fault. So a lot of times, tread lightly with any of these players, but in the one of them's worth a stream if you actually have to get. I mean. Yeah, it's a hard team to bet on, but, I mean, there is running back production to be had. All the running backs have <laughs> a high ceiling. You're going to get nine points from just about each one, I think. But you're not going to get, like, 20-something. We'll see what I mean, happens. Burita's had down or 10 points every game. We'll see what happens in tougher matchups when they okay. are not the favorite. They came into this game as, like, a touchdown favorite. Um, Rams-Browns. Yeah. So... I didn't watch this game, but 
uh, or I didn't originally watch this game, but I went back and watched it. Well, I can tell you a lot about this game. His name's Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Cooper All Cup. over the field. Just Goff's little savior. I mean, guys. This is a weird game. It, it was like a the shootout that wasn't a shootout. Like, it was like a shootout, but there were no points in the My first big half. question from this game, Robert Woods, uh, it's three games. He got a lot of points. targets. He still had decent amount of targets, but I think he is clearly third in that pecking order. Yeah, it's not the same as last year where he finishes as top eleven. No, because so, this offense is just Cooper, significantly different. They are in Cooper Cup's back. I think his targets yes. just exploded when Cooper Cup was hurt. Yes, so, I, I agree. Like Cook. So we I like I. I think this is something that we can learn from going into the next season. You can't just look at last year's. Nope numbers because of things like this. Cooper Cup was the wide receiver six before he went down last year. Yep. This year he looks like he's approaching wide receiver one numbers. I got I got a share of him in every team. I am just running with this. And I picked Woods ahead of him based on consistency yep. in a couple leagues and that was a mistake. Well, and we, there was a lot of concerns with the knee injury, and he has bounced back. Yes, in this and it break. looked, it seemed like Cup would start off slow. He tore his ACL in like November, mm-hmm. so it. I mean, this He's has tough. been an insanely quick turnaround. Kid's tough, man, and he looks like the guy. And Cooks looked good too, though he had over a hundred yards. Goff mm-hmm. is, oof, I still Goff doesn't look as good. Offense just doesn't look the same. What no. About, let's Girly. move on from Goff. Let's talk about Gurley. I don't know. I, what do you do? The First of all, the run blocking is not what it was last season. Brown's run defense is pretty damn good. It is, but also, Gurley, they're not getting him involved in the go. passing game at all. And he, there's something I can't quite figure out. It's not that he's necessarily slow. Is it like he's running with arthritis in his knee or something? I mean, <laughs> yes, but I can't put put together into words. What I am that sitting, actually looks. Like. I am sitting and because he's still in the game a lot and he's getting the ball and at some plays he looks like he can run the same speed. I got Malcolm Brown just sitting there waiting, just waiting. Yeah, you can wait because I think this is going to be just a long, slow, <laughs> just painful change in the offense. I don't know what it is. They just don't run the ball like they used to. Okay. but you The know, Browns, let's look at them. Jarvis Landry, solid game. Nick Chubb, pretty good. Nick Baker. Chubb looked really good. The op- the offensive line is horrendous. <laughs> so Baker Mayfield, I don't know. Like he's a gunslinger, and mistakes are going to come because of that. It's so uh, everybody on Twitter's freaking out, just blaming Freddie Kitchens and the uh, th- offensive play calling. I think teams are getting tape on him. They're starting to see that he favors to roll out to the right and kind yes. of scramble. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Issue. Yes, he does roll out to the right. Why yeah. did they run a draw on fourth and nine? I don't know. <laughs> that was so strange. But I don't think the play calling was bad before that. It was yeah. just like progress. 
at the end of the game was like four pass plays in a row on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before that, they were on the goal line. They were giving Chubb the ball. They just, at times, they have no bro- blocking. I think it's they're very creative with some of their play calling. It's not like everybody's running verticals down the field and he's getting sacked. They're doing some short stuff. They're getting f- slants going with Odell and with Landry. They have a lot of talent on this team, Brad. The cool kids were going crazy for this team. This it's just is, like when you build a team on Madden and you don't sign any offensive linemen. Yeah. It's like... And and it's... They might not be gelling quite yet. I mean, remember the... Let's, let's transition this to basketball. The Lakers, they had that unbelievable team. And with unbelievable stars. But they never quite put it all together. This is one of those situations. But let's see how it goes. The defense season. still looks good. Oh, Miles Garrett. The, yeah. uh, Chubb, Nick Chubb, look, I thought he looked great. And they're getting, they're creatively run blocking now, whereas their blocking is questionable. They're offensive linemen. But they're using them well in the run game, mm-hmm. I thought. And... The Browns just have ridiculous penalties as well. Yeah. Ridiculous penalties. They got to stop. They have to end that. The first week, it was terrible. This week, it was terrible. Those are very fixable things. Yeah. They just, if they clean some of that up, I mean, they're still in the game to win the game at the end, or to at least, they probably would have gone for two if they scored and won the game. But they were in the game to tie it. What? How many games we got left here? One. Okay. Yeah. Rams, Browns. So they were in the game to tie it. Yeah. And t- Baker just didn't get it done. He, They called four pass plays in a row. I mean, they they got to give him more time. They got to get Odell more involved. I mean, he had a decent game, but it was just like a lot, of, a lot going on, a lot of gunslinging and not a lot of production. Yeah. All right, Bears, Redskins. Case Keenum about lost me my week. About I was going up against the Bears defense, and just absolutely, the guy was just oh man, ha! Clinton Dix, Clinton Dix had a field day with him. I think he got two interceptions and a touchdown. Uh, One of the worst picks I've ever seen. <laughs> Case Keenum was bad. I he mean, was really McLaren F one looked great. Saved him. Save save the team. Did everything. Yes. Kid is incredible. Scary Terry. I sent you an offer for McLaurin this morning. I'm not selling. <laughs> <laughs> I will raise my offer. I really want to share All right, this you, kid. You could raise it. <laughs> I'll consider something. Thought they were going to get Scary Terry is the real deal. Watched a lot of tape on this guy. He's got the moves. We broke it down on a previous podcast. Ooh. He is a complete package. I thought they'd get AP going. Um, they actually, I thought blocked. Well, AP takes like five seconds to make a cut. It's tough to watch, but I like his matchup. I had a couple week. runs. Yeah, I might. Well, I I, I think they, I'm starting McLaren next week. But. He got game scripted out. I think AP is going to be a decent play this coming week. Yes, they're they're going to be. I think the Redskins. Well, actually, I like the Giants in that game. Paul Richardson played all right. I'm wondering if uh, they're going to call Joanne Haskins up soon. Yes, he should have been put in this game. Yeah. I thought. I mean, there's no reason not to. The Bears, Trubisky. Great first half. His numbers looked good. So this is what I talk about with Biscuits. 
they had a great game script and he played well and managed that particular script well. Defense made adjustments in the second half by the Redskins, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Why don't they give the ball to David Montgomery? Why, I why you you I asked don't this question. Understand this. <sighs> I don't I get saw it. Biscuit's face on one of the plays in the second half when Montgomery was running off and he just looked like, Why? Why are you taking him out? What are you doing? It, I it, it do, I, I don't thought he'd have a breakout game. I thought this was a breakout game. I mean, you looked Look, at it. He had 14 touches, but all of those were at the end of the game where they weren't even trying to score. It's it, it is mind boggling. They had Tariq Cohen running up the middle. I think they gave it to Tariq up the middle three or four times. They gave it to Patterson. <laughs> he had four. <laughs> that and, was a nicely ran play though. The they had all three of them out there, and then Cohen and. Which is it was kind of backwards, but Cohen and Montgomery blocked for Patterson, and they got about six yard run to get to the one yard line. It was a smart so, play. Well, I like that halfway play. or three quarters of the way through this game, you look at the at the rushing box score, and Patterson has four carries. Cohen has four carries for like negative one yards, and Montgomery has four carries. Every carry he has what looks are you great. Doing? I mean, he may only be getting two yards, but, man, he earned him two yards. I don't understand. <sighs> and then on the goal line, you don't even – you don't give it to him. You th- throw a pick. They gave the ball to Jordan Howard twice as much as him, and he is such a better version. 220 pounds, it's fast. He can catch. He can do it Doesn't all. Doesn't make sense. Bears defense went off. Yeah. And that's Taylor Gabriel went off. Taylor Gabriel went Ooh. off. Josh I mean, Norman, he had your number, boy. He worked you. What's up with Josh? Uh, getting older. Josh is. They're not getting enough he's pressure. He's not the same as he was on the Panthers. That for one sure. catch by Taylor Gabriel. Now look. Every, but also Gabriel wasn't. I mean, Josh was on Allen Robinson a lot. Uh, he was on Taylor in that touchdown. But that was a yeah. two-touch. Did you see Taylor Gabriel's touchdown catch? That was the bomb with two. Oh, man. I mean, Gabriel's a guy. He uh, played. A, cou- a couple years ago when he blew up for the Falcons, yeah. I was drafting him in the last round of every fantasy draft. And then he just had a terrible We're season. telling you, though, don't rush to get yeah, him up. Don't. Allen Robinson still played well. Allen Robinson's the number one target. Don't yeah. go nuts. I, and I'm Taylor. more concerned about this offense. Yeah. Like, I thought they looked better. They did look better. I watched every play. I thought they looked better. Very effective in the first half when they have a script and they can keep to that script. If Redskins would have went out, went up a little bit in the first quarter. Completely different story, I guarantee it. And that defense is, is susceptible to those quick tosses right over that fr- first four. Um, if you can... And they they just wouldn't double team Khalil Mack. If you double team Khalil Mack, your quarterback's not going to get sacked nine times. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean the Redskins. Come their on. offensive line was no match you, for the you Bears. You can't have one on one with Khalil Mack. You cannot do that. Well, the Redskins can't have one on one with anyone <laughs> on the offensive line. I mean, it's the Bears. The Bear. This was just a horrendous matchup. The Bears are going to do this to some people. Well, this was fun, Brad. I enjoyed it. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and tune in later this week. We'll break down James Conner and give you the previews for next week.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Oracle Fantasy Football Podcast. To stay up to date on all things fantasy football, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Oracle Pod. 